So this is my favorite time of the year, Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know about you, but I enjoy getting together with my family, and I love eating turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce and all that stuff. It's really, I just love it, you know? And uh, it's just a great time for me to feel warm and with my whole family. And of course, the thing about Thanksgiving is that it implies that you have something to be thankful for and that there was some generosity given to you, some generosity given to you so that there was something good in your life that happened that you're thankful for. And that's what we have in today's readings. We have lifted up for us two widows who have been generous. They're great examples of generosity. We've probably heard these stories before, and maybe we've kind of filed them away as, uh, well, that's a nice little Bible story. Okay, I like that. But really, I think that these stories are meant to challenge us. They're challenging us to our own giving. The first reading from the first book of Kings introduces us to the great prophet Elijah, whose name means Yahweh is my God. So at the beginning of the chapter, uh, Elijah meets with King Ahab of Israel, the evil king, and tells the king, because of the evil things you have done, the Lord is going to bring a drought on the land. And then he flees. He flees first to an area near the Jordan and then up near Sidon along the uh, Mediterranean Sea. Altogether, about 200 miles he walked. And that's where we pick up the story today, where we have Elijah entering the little town of Zarephath, where he meets the widow. And a widow back then was different than a widow that we think of today. Uh, back then, uh, women were really considered almost second-class citizens. There was no social security, no insurance, and if your husband died and left you, you were there to kind of fend on your own, and there was really not anybody there to help you. So here is Elijah coming into Zarephath, and he meets this widow. And he asks her for some water, and as she's going to get the water, he then asks her for some bread. And she says, well, I don't really have any bread. In fact, uh, I was about to make uh, a little piece of bread for my son and myself uh, with this little bit of flour and this little bit of oil that I have. And then because of this drought, I think we're probably going to die right after that. So she, you get the impression she is really destitute. She's really at the very end. Uh, this is all that she has in her life. And Elijah says to her, well, listen, trust me. Make bread for me first, and then the Lord will take care of you. He'll make sure that your jar does not run out of flour or your jug run out of oil. So there she is. She's kind of faced with this choice. What do I do? Do I feed my son like I planned, or do I feed this stranger, this guy whose name is Yahweh is my God? Well, she decides to feed him, Elijah, first. And the Lord, true to his word, does not allow her jar to run out of flour or her jug to run out of oil. And he cares for her because she cared for him first. The second encounter that we have with the widow is the poor widow in today's gospel. 
And like the first widow, we see that she too is poor. Uh, Jesus contrasts her poorness, poorness, her poverty, with the others who were there. People who were with lots of pride, lots of prestige, lots of power, giving large sums of money to the treasury. But Jesus notices that, you know, they have a tremendous amount of excess wealth. And they're giving some of that excess, not really out of their need, but they're really giving out of what they have in excess. On the other hand, here's the widow. She reaches into her purse. I just can imagine her. She's got this little purse. And she opens it up, and there's maybe three coins in there. And she pulls out two of them, and she puts them in the treasury, perhaps. And that's what Jesus Jesus notices, that she gives of herself. And she gives of a love for God. In fact, there is a statement at the very end which says, she gave her whole livelihood. Her whole livelihood, which really implies more than just the money in her purse, but maybe her entire life. She gave all that she had to Christ. And it's very interesting that standing right near her is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who himself is going to give his entire self, his entire livelihood to us, to us so that we can have salvation and eternal life. So what do these readings mean to us today in 2018? Well, it's not about money. I know we're kind of tempted to think that, that uh, maybe we're supposed to give more money, but that's not what it is. What it is, it's seeing God in your life and emptying yourself out to him and giving him everything that you have in your life. God does not want just one Sunday a weekend. He does not want just maybe 10% of your tithing wealth. He wants everything. He wants your entire person. So what are some examples of that in our lives? Well, one that comes to my mind is time. He wants our time, not just for him, but for those who are important in our lives. Are we giving our time to our parents, our spouse, our children? Are we spending the time that they want us to give to them? That's what the Lord wants. Maybe you have a skill. The Lord wants your skills and your talents. Maybe you are really knowledgeable about our faith. Maybe you're good at communicating that. So maybe being a catechist for one of our children's classes would be something you could do. Or maybe you've got a great voice and you could sing in the choir. That's a gift that you have and the Lord is saying, maybe that's something that you can give to me. Or another thing is, if you're a young person, maybe the Lord is calling you for a vocation. Maybe he's reaching out to you and saying, be a priest for my church. Be a religious brother or sister. Or maybe you're in a relationship with somebody that you love. Maybe the Lord is calling you to marry that person and enter into the vocation of marriage. The Lord is calling us to give our lives in a vocational way as well. And then finally, today, on Veterans Day, the 100th anniversary of the Armistice and the War of All Wars, Our Lord is calling us to give maybe service to our country. And we have to think about all those men and women 
who served in the military, who serve in the police and the firefighters, who protect us, who keep us safe and protect our freedoms. Those, are two, those two are people who have given, maybe as the Lord has asked them. So the Lord isn't always asking for money. He's asking for our entire livelihood. And he's asking for that out of love for him. Today, God calls us to be generous givers, giving of ourselves out of our need. We see how the widow in Zarephath gave from her need and the Lord cared for her. We see how the widow in the temple gave of herself completely. We can also see how God is never outdone in generosity. So let us all pray that we can give completely and also trust in the Lord.